What's going on, everybody? This is Tanner Lee of the Kicking Out Podcast, and I am super pumped to have with me this evening Dave Hancock. He does the social media posting for the ad-free shows. You know all the popular podcasts that are on ad-free shows. Dave, how's it going this evening? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. Hey, thanks for taking time to chat some wrestling with me. Yeah, of course. Always up for talking wrestling. Right, right. I mean, uh, man, what, what a time to be a wrestling fan right now. It's crazy. I, there hasn't been a more or a hotter period in wrestling since the late nineties. Yeah, it's since the Attitude Era, since yep. the Monday Night Wars. I mean, it's. I was talking to a few people the other day, some of my buddies that they're, they're not really into wrestling, but they they even see what's going on. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 if you're on if you have a presence on Twitter, I feel like you're going to come across something trending. I mean, look at GCW last night trending with Cardona against Gage. That was a a huge huge thing for them that was probably one of the hottest angles of the year uh cardona and, and gage and they did it well and i'm looking forward to seeing how that that storyline furthers oh yeah I, I'm, I'm pumped to see that i mean it was just it was awesome to see those guys trending right there along with the olympics yeah <laughs> I, mean, I mean who who would have thought a year ago that yeah, matt cardona were, and nick gage would be trending with the olympics yeah the olympics ufc they were beating all of it it was crazy yeah Oh, uh, what, what a scene that was in Atlantic City last night. Yeah, I'm really intrigued to see where that goes. But uh, love the backdrop you have on, on there. You got the 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 uh, Attitude Era belt. You got Stone Cold there. Uh, what what made you get into wrestling? Or when did you get into wrestling? And who have been some of your favorites to watch throughout the years? Uh, I, I got into wrestling probably about the age of 12, 13. Uh, it wasn't – I didn't have cable as a young kid, um, so I wasn't exposed to it. That way, uh, I live in northern Indiana, just outside of South Bend. So occasionally, uh, WWF would run a house show at Notre Dame. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, they haven't ran in Notre Dame since 99 now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I didn't have that much of exposure until uh, my neighbor got cable. And, yeah, I was 12, 13 years old. And, uh, man, I just got instantly hooked. It was right when... Austin was at his hottest, and Goldberg won the U.S. title and then won the World Heavyweight Championship in Atlanta at the Georgia Dome, and man, I, I got the sickness from there. Oh, yeah. I think that, that, like we mentioned earlier, that was the best time to be a pro wrestling fan. The Monday Night Wars, I was the same way. That's when I got into it. And I didn't really have a favorite. I watched both. I watched both Nitro and Raw, and, and I watched Thunder, and then I watched SmackDown. I didn't care. I couldn't get enough. Yep. My, my neighbors got sick of me, I think, because I'd be running over <laughs> their house to watch cable. But, but they, luckily, they were huge wrestling fans, too, and they got me into it. And, uh, yeah, I guess uh, the rest is history as far as that. Now it's all-encompassing in my life. Were you an uh, ECW guy at all? A, a little bit further into my teens a bit. Um, mm-hmm. it, w- it would come over the air on our local uh, ABC affiliate, but, it, like, 2 a.m. on a Saturday night and it was like a feed from Chicago or something uh so I got a little exposure to it not a lot uh but I've come to absolutely love ECW yeah that's something I'm kind of the same way I I never really was exposed I mean I was I was pretty young even when ECW's dying days but the older I've got particularly the one night stand pay-per-view that WWE did in 05 and then one night stand 2 and 06 that really got me more into ECW and you know, checking out the old highlights and everything. Yeah. One Night Stand 2005 is 
chef's kiss. Yeah, that uh, that crowd so hot, so perfect, and even even the number two crowd with uh, Rob Van Dam and Cena in the main event that was a oh, pretty hot crowd too. Absolutely, uh, um, I haven't I haven't been to uh, Hammerstein Ballroom for a show yet. That's on my bucket list. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up. What 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 is your bucket list of of places you would like to see um, some venues you'd like to see wrestling at? Uh, I've. I've been extremely fortunate the last couple of years to be able to travel a lot and see a lot of wrestling. So I, I was able to check off a lot of my bucket list venues pretty quickly. Um, I would still love to see uh, AAA and Triple Mania at the uh, arena in Mexico City. That would be huge. Um, Hammerstein Ballroom in New York. Uh, maybe the O2 arena or something in London. I'd love to see a, a European crowd uh, for a big show. Um, but I've been to uh and hall. I've been to the, to uh, the Tokyo dome. I've been to Madison square garden. I've been really fortunate to check off a lot of those things. Yeah. Have you been to the cow palace? I have not. That's another one. Cow palace. Um, what else? Uh, the Sportatorium, stuff like that. That'd be like, cool. Things from history that really have a lot of significance. Mid-South Coliseum, that'd be really cool. Yeah, it would, for sure. Um, have you been to any WrestleManias? I have. Have you? Uh, my first WrestleMania in person was uh, Mania 23 in Detroit. Okay. Uh, since that was kind of local to me, about mm-hmm. a three-and-a-half, four-hour drive. Um, and I've been to uh, a few... WrestleMania is in the last few years. I didn't get to go this past year, and then obviously last year with COVID. But sure, yeah, subsequent ones for the last few years I've been. Perfect. Yeah, that's still that's something on my bucket list. I haven't went to a Mania yet, but oh. uh, as a fellow guy who's living in in Indiana, I, I would love for them to come to Lucas Oil sometime. But I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's nice enough. I just don't know if it's a big enough venue for them to to hold it. I don't know because it's not as big as Ford Field or anything. But yeah, I mean, I. I think they could pull it off. I mean, it's a an, an indoor stadium with mm-hmm. a retractable roof that they could mm-hmm. easily pack. I mean, with floor seats and stuff, they could get 70,000 people in there. Yeah. Um, then you've got the uh, Banker's Life uh, field house next, mm-hmm. not far, but that's yep. where you can run your Raw and SmackDown and Hall yep. of Fame and yep. convention center for the uh, – for. Uh, Fan fest or the fan access access. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's easily doable in Indianapolis. I hope they do. Yeah. I mean, they, they had a great mania there years and years ago. So I've, I don't know. It just, it's, it's, it's odd to me. It's never really come up in conversation. seems like it's never on one of the, one of the locations they're thinking about, but yeah. maybe one. Yeah. No, no. You got a dome. It's it's all right. Yeah, yeah. They did Detroit, like you said, so they they can do it. They can do Indy. Yeah. Uh, so, like I like I said at the beginning of the of the interview, ad free shows. You do the posting for social media. How did that come about for you? And how did you meet the Podfather, Conrad Thompson? Uh, Conrad is is truly one of my best friends. I've I've been very blessed to have him in my life. Uh, we became friends uh, a, a small group of us through the um championship belt collecting oh, cool. hobby um 
Obviously, his collection's a little more valuable than any of ours. But yeah, just yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, and then uh, from there, we we all got together at the uh, then NWA Legends Fan Fest in Charlotte, North Carolina, a few years ago. Um, and he was just starting something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. And and from there, it just kind of kicked off. Uh, that was the only podcast he was doing at the time. The The Ric Flair show had kind of died out. Mm-hmm. Um, but something to wrestle was taking off. And he kind of couldn't keep up with it by himself. It was just like lightning in a bottle. And uh, he, he liked what I did with my own personal social media. And he asked me if I'd be interested in helping out. And the rest is history. Oh, that's awesome. Now you were saying your own personal social media. Now, were you into podcasting or anything or just strictly your own no, social just, media? No, just my own personal Twitter account. Awesome. I'm a wrestling fan. I, I like to engage with people mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, a little sarcastic posts and make jokes every once in a while, but nothing too insulting or anything. And sure. I mean, it's all about culture and the vibe that you put out for people. And if, if you, are engaging and have fun, then, then people are going to feel invested and give it right back. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I mean, I see so much negativity out there in the, on wrestling social media, but social media can be used for great things. Absolutely. Just unfortunately, a lot of people use it to pick fights and, and I, oh, you like AEW, I like WWE, we can't get along and things like that. It's like, like we mentioned earlier, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Let's just all enjoy it and who cares what people like. Everybody's yeah, entitled to what they like. Uh, tribalism and picking sides in life as it is. You don't need to be yeah. doing that with wrestling. 100%. There's enough. There's enough pieces of the pie for everyone out there. Yeah, a hundred percent. And so, have you been down to the Conradison then? I have. I you have? have a few times. Yeah. It's yeah. uh it's a very palatial estate. I, I can imagine just from the stories I hear on all the podcasts and the little glimpse I saw on Dark Side of the Ring, or not Dark Side of the Ring, but uh, the um hunting show i can't remember the title of it wwe uh oh the, the hidden treasures hidden treasures thank you yes hidden treasures yeah not dark side i don't know why dark side came into my mind but uh yeah the hidden treasure show when when he got the butterfly robe of ricks that was that was neat to see his a little bit of his collection yeah um, he uh he, he's definitely got what the the makings of a museum it's yeah uh, the Conradison is something else, but what happens at the Conradison stays at the Conradison. Absolutely, I would not. I would not try to get you to just <laughs> tell us any secrets. Um, so you got into belt collecting. Is uh, how how many belts do you own? Oh wow, um, over two dozen, I believe. Oh wow, yeah. I mean, I uh, just finished my new basement office in the last couple of months, and it's still coming together. Trying to put my belts on display, but. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really fun hobby. Um, a lot of hardcore fans in the hobby, Oh yeah, but a lot of great guys that love wrestling history and camaraderie. And, uh, it's brought me, uh, the very best friends I've ever had in my life. There's a, there's a very small crew of us, um, that Conrad calls the, uh, sad news bears, um, <laughs> the it's a small little group chat that we got but it's it's been a lot of fun yeah that's awesome that's that's what i love about the wrestling community we can all bond over our love of wrestling and and build lifelong friendships yeah absolutely Absolutely. so what's your favorite title of all time favorite title uh 
Man, it's right up there with the Big Eagle and um, the Big Gold. Yeah, those yeah. are it. I mean, but well, those were the two titles that were synonymous with my childhood. Absolutely, I'm the same way. I think I think the the Big Eagle is the one. I mean, right away when I think about, it, I think of Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H. Just, yep. just right away. Just yep. so many good memories. Yep. So many good memories. Um, so when it comes to posting on ad free shows, what's, what's the process that, that goes into making a social media post usually? Uh, well, uh, Evan Polisher is our account manager for ad free shows itself. Um, that entity for our members and, and stuff like that. While I handle social media for, the individual podcasts and I will contribute to ad free shows every now and then mm-hmm. those accounts. But, um, it's all about, uh, listening to the customer, listening to the listener, uh, what they want, what you think they want to hear, uh, what can be engaging. Um, we've recently started, uh, mainly in the afternoons and evenings when people are more active on social media, I'll throw out like this day in history posts and relate it to, previous shows we've done on that specific podcast. So uh, like yesterday was the anniversary of uh, Wendy Richter or not Wendy Richter, uh, Sherry Martell and maybe it was Wendy Richter. No, Sherry Martell and Fabulous Moolah. Uh, Sherry Martell won the WWF Women's Championship. And you wouldn't think that's a maybe necessarily big deal in 2021, but it's something to relate to and talk about from something to wrestle and put it out there and show people or let them listen to a clip that they might not have heard from a show that's broadcast two years ago. So it's all about engaging current fans and trying to attract other fans, lapsed fans like that you had mentioned earlier that might not have or might not be engaged in the product now and they don't like wrestling now and they haven't watched it in 20 years. But we can provide them that content from 20 years, 30 years ago that they loved. Exactly. Yeah. You, you get the nostalgia effect a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a lot of wrestling fans still out there that might not watch today. They're not watching Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, or whatever. But if you're talking Raw from 1999 or Jim Crockett promotions from 1986, they are into it. Yeah. And I feel like if you were a wrestling fan at one time or another, one of these podcasts out of, out of the Ad Free Show podcast, is going to stick with you. It's going to, it's going to hit what you're looking for. Yeah. There's, there's a little something for everybody. Like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of pieces to the pie. If, if you're a wrestling fan and you enjoy wrestling at all, there's something in 2021 for everybody. Absolutely. The NWA is a throwback. If you're into that stuff, if -hmm. you're into hardcore stuff, there's GCW. If you're into, uh, young young stars and up and comers. There's AEW. There's established stars and names that you would know from 20 years ago, 15 years ago, in WWE, and they're bringing up new people with NXT. Mm-hmm. There is something for everyone, and with ad free shows, we try to do that too. Where, uh, like, what happened when has been focused on a whole run of 1986 yeah. NWA. That's all they've been talking about for months, and it it caused a resurgence in our listenership because Tony Schiavone is the voice of a lot of people's childhoods and they love hearing from a guy who was there and lived it. And that's the attraction with something to wrestle. That's the attraction with 83 weeks and so on. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and then recently we've brought on uh, Kurt Angle and Jeff Jarrett to maybe not have the executive side that we've had with Bruce and uh, Eric, but now we're hearing from the talents and with Jarrett, Jeff, the executive side. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other dynamic, and it's a it's been appealing to a lot of people. Yeah, I love those two new additions. I mean, I listen to all the ad-free shows, but I got to admit, I wasn't sure what to expect with uh, Jeff Jarrett's, yeah. but it might be my favorite one. That, uh, <laughs> it's good. That is probably the most feedback I get on social media, uh, uh, especially for the last couple of months, that Jeff Jarrett's podcast was a sleeper. People didn't, you know, they weren't a fan of his when he was wrestling, and, you know, he can't draw money. He can break 100 guitars and not draw a dime, that yeah. sort of thing. Um Man, the guy was there for everything, and he has a wealth of knowledge, and his memory is intact, and he can get into those minute details that people love, and get into the weeds, and uh, yeah, it's it's changed people's opinions of Double J like that. It's been amazing oh. to see. Oh yeah, I'm one of them. I'll admit it. I'm one of them. I mean, he. I. I mean, I've loved the stories of how he how he began TNA. Um, of course, uh, when he held up Vince, yep. uh, the Bash of the Beach with Hogan. I thought that was fab- fabulous. That was really intriguing. Um, but then then Kurt Angle. I've I've liked too how he's incorporated some interviews, interviewing yeah. Randy Orton, interviewing Edge recently. Um, I thought those were really good too because you can tell how everybody respects Kurt so much. Yeah, that's, that's a new avenue that we've taken with the podcast. It used to be just one-on-one, no guests needed, that sort of mm-hmm. deal. That was actually the one of the catchphrases for something to wrestle a long time ago, no guests needed. Um, but with Kurt, whether he's with Conrad or if Conrad's on vacation or something and, and our buddy Paul Bromwell is filling in, Kurt loves – uh, especially talking with guys that he's worked with and sharing those road stories and that camaraderie. And it comes out whether, whether whoever the host is, I mean, Kurt's the focal point. And when he's able to talk about the times that he've had, had times he's had with the people he's had it with, it's, it's super entertaining and, and people love it. He's, he's a great guy. Yeah. He's been a natural fit to the, to the ad free shows family. Um, so to speak, and and really, I I just love each show. Each show's different in its own way, but yet Conrad, he's just a, he's the pro's pro. Yeah. I mean, the guy does his research on like anybody I've any podcast host I've ever heard. Uh, it just it just and that that's what intrigues me to all his podcasts. He's so good at what he does. I I don't know how he finds enough hours in the day. He, he's always telling me it's about time management. I've got two kids and I work for him and I don't, I feel like I don't have enough hours in the day, but he's still running a big business and has seven podcasts that come out every day. And then our specials that come out on ad free shows with our, you know, we'll have meet and greets and questions. And I mean, I, I truly don't know how he does it, but somehow he does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you need, you need to talk men to getting a meet and greet up here in Indiana sometime. Uh, we're trying. Okay. Okay. COVID is really throwing a wrench. Sure. He'll, he's even said on the podcast stuff. If, if anything's around Hancock, we're not doing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we're, we're close to the Chicago market. So yeah. I think it's, it's possible that we can do something in the future, maybe in, in South Bend with yeah. like a black label pro and have a, mm-hmm. 
uh, live podcasts to go after it and make it like a double header type thing. We'll see. That'd be neat. That'd be neat. But uh, speaking of Chicago, uh, all out, it's going to be in Chicago. Yeah. Here coming up, I want to say next month, but this is still July, I guess. So coming up in early September. I'm really looking forward to that show. I'm sure you're really looking forward to that show. Uh, will Will you be in attendance there? I hope so. Hope uh, so. We We are going to be in town. We're doing a uh, a small uh, weekend get together for our top guys subscribers for AdFreeShows.com. Uh, if you've subscribed for a certain amount of months, part of your uh, subscription. And one of the perks is Top Guy Weekend. You get to come hang out with the guys, and we'll have small one-on-one sessions or Q&As. You can ask questions that you can't hear stories on the podcast because they're too risque or whatever. <laughs> I mean, they the guys shoot a lot on the podcast, but there's some stuff that you can't record. Sure. Um, so we'll, we'll be doing that. Uh, no StarCast this year, so that, you know, that's, that's a different animal, and that changes things, but... I think it'll be a really fun weekend. Now, is this no StarCast still related to COVID or just? Uh, yeah, part, it's due to, partially due to COVID. Um, I mean, things have relaxed in the last three months or whatever, but there's so much planning that goes into a StarCast sure. and, you know, booking travel for talent and international talent can't always fly still. I mean, Canada and Europe just opened like this week for international travel. Um, so that, that really affects a lot of fans, talent, stuff like that. So we're hoping to come back next year. Fingers crossed. Um, there's nothing on the calendar yet, but we'll see. We, I, I say we love doing them, but after every star cast, Conrad's like, I'm not doing another one. It's yeah. not happening. I, I can imagine just the stress and planning and everything that goes into it. It's, you're looking forward to it, but yeah, it's a relief when it's over. Yeah, big time. It's They are long days. I mean, working 20-plus yeah. hours a day during StarCast week, both in preparation before and during. We'll have staff meetings before and after, and what went right that day and what went wrong, what we, can we prepare for, what haven't we thought of. There's a lot of planning and detailing that go into a star cast behind the scenes. And we don't have a big staff when we do it. A lot of people don't realize it. There's only a handful of us. So, uh, but it's really special that that first star cast was, I'll never forget it. That was a really special time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. When you guys did that first one, did you imagine there was going to be a second, a third? No, it, it was a one-off. Uh, and, yeah. and we were just doing it. I mean, Conrad's spoken about it. that NWA Legends Fan Fest that got all of us boys together uh, kind of went away. The promoter just stopped doing them. And we were looking for an excuse to get together because, like I said, a small group of guys of us were, were from all over the country. Indiana, Alabama, Connecticut, New York, North Carolina, you name it. So uh, really, we were just looking for a reason to get together and sure. hang out and talk wrestling and uh, it, it became how can we tie this into the podcast and then how can we tie this into current wrestling and past wrestling and what can we what did we like out of po- our conventions that we've been to and what could we do different because we what would we want to have out of a out of a convention and mm-hmm. that's what spurred starcast what what would we want to see out of a convention and it ended up happening 
Yeah, it sounds like just a perfect event for all the fans. And I love what went into your thought process. What would you guys like to see if you were attending? That's that's perfect. That's perfect planning. Yeah, that's, so. that's what it was. It was what can we do that's more than just meet and greets? What can we do different to bring people in and, and what would they enjoy? And the feedback has always been really positive. Yeah, I've heard unbelievable feedback from everybody that's been lucky enough to have attended one of those in the past. So hopefully, hopefully next year you can get them going again. So going back to the ad free shows, the lineup, have you, uh, met all the guys? Uh, most of them, most uh, of them. I've, I've yet to meet Kurt in person. Uh, we've exchanged texts and we've talked and stuff since I you know do the social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I've met Jeff a number of times. Uh, Bruce has met my kids. Uh, I mean, Tony's a slap dick and he'll, <laughs> He'll disassociate anyone, uh, but yeah, he, he's a great guy. I've, I've met pretty much everyone, yeah. That's great. That's great. And so when it comes to, and I, I kind of hit on this earlier, but I'm going to rephrase the question a, bit, a little bit. When it comes to all of the posting for these guys' shows, how much input do they have on what goes on there? Uh, quite a bit. Um, we'll, uh, we'll text frequently with the guys. Mm-hmm. Um some are more communicative than others. Sure. Uh, but some are more direct about, Hey, this is the sort of stuff I want. Or like in Jeff Jarrett's case, I'll, I'll text him and I'll say, Hey, this is the idea I have for the account. This is the kind of mood I want to set, you know, like putting out silly gifts of him smashing a guitar over Beetlejuice <laughs> or something well, to associate great. with a certain moment in time on TV. And he'll either give the thumbs up or thumbs down and tell me he loves it or whatever. And, they're the guys are extremely positive and it's a it's a great teamwork atmosphere that they they give and take as much as we do well and i've heard a lot of the guys talk about uh especially uh uh, jr he he didn't know how he would like doing a podcast at first but it's come to something he loves sitting down every week with conrad and just talking about the topic of the week yeah that's that's another podcast that has seen a resurgence lately and it's it's been really, really fun to be a part of. I'm super fortunate. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, ad free shows. It's 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 amazing to see the growth. And I mean, most of the podcasts have been consistently top ten, and then the wrestling related podcasts on on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, it's uh, it's been exploding. Um, we're the number one wrestling platform on Patreon with ad free shows. We're in like the top. 20 of all Mm -hmm. patreon platforms or accounts which is nuts considering everything that's out there uh it it just proves that if people say you know ratings are down for certain shows and wrestling's dying blah 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 that could not be further from the truth you're either if you give people a reason to be engaged and spend their money and you give them quality content they'll come to you well said. And and speak on the Patreon a little bit. If somebody's listening to this and wants to become a Patreon to ad-free shows, how can they do so? Yeah, just visit adfreeshows.com. Uh, we have various membership levels. Uh, the, the lowest is for $9 a month. And for that, you don't get any advertisements on the podcast. And you get them earlier before they're uh, pushed out on the public feed. And then we have you know higher tiers, but they all include benefits. And it's more than just podcasts. You can... Um, chat with these guys in real time like 
we'll, we'll set up certain special Zoom sessions and you and a handful of people are engaging in one-on-one Q&A sessions with these guys. Uh, we'll bring in special guests like from AEW or uh, WWE or whatever, um, and they'll hang out and talk to you for a while. We do, now that COVID's lifted, we're doing individual, or not individual, but in-person uh, events and uh, you get merch and there's a lot of a lot of benefits and we we try to make it not only worth your dollar but exceed your expectations and make you feel yeah. like you're getting more than your money's worth absolutely absolutely i think you guys do a great job at that and uh uh being a podcast uh the kicking out podcast that we cover aw on a weekly basis i gotta gotta ask a few aw questions sure. um if, if you had to make a prediction right now, by the end of 2021, who do you think holds the World Heavyweight Championship, the TNT title, the women's title, and the tag team titles? Just your gut feeling. I always ask people about this. So. Um, wow. There's what I think will happen, and then there's what yep. I hope will happen. Okay. Um, I hope that Hangman Page has the World Heavyweight Championship for AEW going into – 2022 i think kenny keeps it um just because this relationship with new japan keeps furthering Mm -hmm. and the forbidden door stuff keeps happening and uh, there's there's been bad blood between the two companies new japan and aew in the past but obviously that's falling out and they're promoting and showing not only matches of new japan sanctioned matches on their programming but they're actually promoting like bullet club members and showing the shirts and using Mm -hmm. the hashtags and stuff on their broadcast i don't know anything definitively and don't read into it yeah it doesn't take a rocket scientist to say there's something going on between those two companies because no one's going to be doing that for free if there's nothing in it for them well and, and like i saw somebody mention on twitter the other day i mean the IWGP US title just changed hands on AEW programming. I mean, just think about that for a second. Yeah, think about that. Yeah. From when, from when AEW started and all the news and conjecture of that relationship between those guys and New Japan, think about where things were then and then think about where things are mm-hmm. now. And it's it's bonkers. So I think, yep. I think Kenny goes into maybe Wrestle Kingdom uh, in 2022 at the very beginning of the year as AEW champion. And there's some sort of AEW new Japan clash and these other mm-hmm. companies are involved. And yeah, like, like we said earlier, it's a hot, hot time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. I think we're definitely going to get some type of super show sometime. I don't know when, but I think it, I think it's coming. I think, I think that's happening. Coming. I think they're going to play with that. Uh, I mean, Impact advertised that Bound for Glory mm-hmm. is going to mm-hmm. include Impact, AEW, uh, AAA, and then New Japan's running their show uh, just in the next month or two in LA. And yep. something tells me there's going to be some sort of AEW elite engagement in that with Bullet Club. I and, think that's probably a pretty good guess. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Otherwise, why would they be advertising Bullet Club and Good Brothers and right. are they the real elite? Are they really Bullet Club and all that? Yeah, there's something. Okay. Right there. 
Yep, something brewing. So how about the other titles, the TNT, the women's, and the tag titles? Sure. Uh, TNT, I don't think that Darby needs that belt right now, Darby Allen, just because he's so popular with people. <laughs> he's over. <laughs> he's super over. Uh, I, I think Miro keeps that belt, and he gets elevated to the super monster status that he has through and up into 2022 to build him up for that main belt division, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Make, make him into the monster that everyone expected him to be. Um, but I, I think, yeah, I agree with, I, I love what they've done with Miro the, the, in 2021 so far. It's, it's what I wanted them to do with him when he came into the company, but it, yeah. it took a little while to get there. Uh, I won't rehash it. I've covered that enough on our podcast, but I think the guy I would like to see take it off Miro eventually is Jungle Boy. Oh, okay. I can see that. Yeah. I I can see Jungle Boy and I can see Andrade, hopefully. Yeah. I, yeah. They've they've fumbled with uh Andrade in my opinion since he came in, but I think that he's got enough stature and international recognition that he can, you know, still be in the good graces of fans and and regain his traction. Uh I would like to see him use that TNT title, that secondary title, and take it to AAA and take it to New Japan with Los Ingobrables. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that that would be interesting. That's uh, a good call. That's a good call. I like that. The tag belts. Um, this is probably the toughest one because there's so many quality tag teams in AEW. I mean, yeah, I I love. Uh, FTR. Those guys mm-hmm. are amazing. Uh, I love them. And the Bucks don't necessarily need those belts, but for the purposes of this Forbidden Door stuff and the Bullet Club storylines that are going on, and there's a lot, lot happening there, I, I think. I think they hold on to those belts until the, the, the turn of the year. Okay. Um, as for the women's division, man, Britt Baker is one of the hottest talents in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Here, not just AEW, but in wrestling. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see her keep it until the first of the year, or until beyond the first of the year. Uh, Nyla's great. Really enjoy Nyla. Um, but who knows? There might be some ladies that have been freed up or not have wrestled in a while. Could be. be coming over and sticking their toes in that water. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I, I just hope Britt can stay healthy. I saw it was reported that she's has a broken wrist, but she's not going to take time off. So Yeah, she worked that match with Nyla from Dynamite with a broken wrist. God bless her. But yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't tell. Watching yeah. it, I couldn't tell that she had a broken wrist. So, I mean, she is. But, yeah, you talk about somebody from the, from the introduction of, of AEW to where she is now. It's unbelievable to see her growth. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, like you said, she's one of the hottest acts in wrestling, not just AEW. To see how she's progressed since coming into the company has been fantastic. Yeah, she she truly does have a relationship, a great friendship with Tony, and her her interviews with Tony have been incredibly entertaining. And having Rebel slash Reba at her side as the sidekick, it it's been great. 
TV. I really enjoy it. Oh yeah, it's it's uh, she's always one of my favorite parts of Dynamite every week when she's on. So whether it's backstage or or cutting great promo on the mic or wrestling a fabulous match, I mean, you know, I was so excited this week that Thunder Rosa finally became all elite. Yeah. Um. So I'm 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 looking forward to that that rubber match eventually between those two. Absolutely, and and also not to forget about uh, Rebel. She's a regular with ad-free shows for Rebels yep. Happy Hour. Absolutely. Um, Thank Yep. So she's a, she's a regular for us. You can hang out with Rebel and other guests that she brings on. Uh, she brought in Britt. She's brought in other people. Uh, so that's another reason to subscribe. There you go. There you go. And uh, one last AEW question I want to ask before I let you go is, sure. what, what are your thoughts or, in, or uh, anticipations for Rampage? It's coming up on August 13th. Yeah, uh, I th- I'm really looking forward to it. That's going to be fun. I, I want to know or I want to see what they do with it. I think I think it's going to be their answer to, you know, SmackDown and Raw uh, with using Dark as their, almost their developmental, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, their, their younger talent that are just trying to cut their teeth or working with a vet like, you know, Dustin Rhodes or something, getting some time in the squared circle. Uh, but yeah, working, working those, those weekend shows or the, those blocks that they have scheduled now where they're working the same city for both shows is going to be interesting, uh, to see the carryover and continuity between those two shows. I'm looking forward to it. It'll give uh, more people extra time to show their skills. Right. And, and I mean, that, then you got a huge lineup of Friday night wrestling you can watch every week. You got SmackDown, then you got Rampage, and then you got ROH. At least, at least I know in Indiana it's on on Fox at eleven. I don't know if that's nationwide or not at the same time, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. it. Should be great. Yeah, there's there's so much wrestling available <laughs> to people. There is, like I said earlier, if you're complaining about wrestling in 2021, you've got issues because if you dig a particular kind of wrestling. It's out there for you. It's on you to look at, look for it. Yep, that's well said. There's never been an abundance of wrestling like we see right now in 2021. It's available anywhere and everywhere, internet, cable. Every day of the Mobile, week. wherever. Yep, every yeah. day. You, yep. It is so, and he, so accessible. That's the great yep. thing about it. Yep. So, uh, Dave, I appreciate your time this evening. Anything else you'd like to plug real quick? And where can the people find you on the socials and in all of your other accounts? Uh Sure. Uh, just just plug adfreeshows.com. Uh, give us a give us a try. Give us a a month try if you if you want to try it and see if you like it. If you don't, no harm, no foul. Uh, we have contests like even not necessarily contests, but tonight if you want to see or get adfree shows for the remainder of the month, shoot us a direct message on at adfree shows, whether it's uh, on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, and, and we'll take care of you. See if you like it and if you dig it. And if you don't. Let us know what we can do to improve. We're very receptive. Um, my personal social, I don't know that anybody would want to follow that. I'm not that interesting, I don't think. But uh, on Twitter, I'm at dhancock110, D-H-A-N-C-O-C-K-110. And on uh, Instagram, same, dhancock984. Uh, that was my former badge numbers. I used to be a cop. So Oh, perfect. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool touch there. So, yeah. Well, Dave, thanks again for joining us, and I uh, look forward to having you back on the show in the, in the future. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate the opportunity to talk. Anytime.